Welcome to the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast. I'm your host, Pastor B. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Have you ever felt that God was upset with you because you keep making mistakes time after time? Today, we'll talk about overcoming guilt and condemnation. I believe real change happens between Sundays, and if you give me 15 minutes of your time, I believe you'll be impacted by what's shared today. So let's jump right to it and learn how to live from Sunday to Sunday. Let's get it. Hello and welcome to the Living from Sunday to Sunday podcast uh, with your host, Pastor B. Uh, My mission is to help you navigate and strengthen your walk with God 15 minutes at a time. I believe that real change happens between Sundays. So thank you for joining us on another episode. So take a moment and like this video, subscribe to this uh, YouTube channel as well as subscribe to the podcast as well. This podcast is available everywhere where they may be found. So I have a question for you um, today, those watching and those listening. Um, If there was no threat to get caught, um, would you obey traffic laws? If you didn't have to worry about speeding tickets, if you didn't have to worry about um, parking violations, um, would you stop at red lights? Would you stop at stop signs? Um, Would you abide by the speed laws? Um, Most people would say that they would still abide by the speed laws just out of safety and out of concern for others. Um, However, there are are some of us who, um, given the given the chance to um, do bad things without the um, consequence of judgment or the consequence of of punishment, some of us, we would do horrible and bad things, right? Um, Now, we understand that the purpose of rules, the purpose of regulations is to keep people safe is to keep you and I safe. Um, And when we break the law, there is punishment for our offenses. Um, So with the threat of of punishment, you would think that people would be uh, much more eager to follow the law. They wouldn't be so eager to break um, to break laws and to break rules, right? It's almost as if we don't care about punishment or we don't um, believe that our punishment is severe. Um, as, as evil or as bad as um, we can be, um, we need somebody who can overcome our um, continuous lawless behavior because again you can receive a life sentence for murder you can um have your license revoked if you speed too much if you have too many accidents like these are punishments for um breaking the law 
But yet you have people who still do these violent bad acts, right? So if we're constantly trying to um, to break the law, then we needed some type of intervention, something that would um, point us in the right direction. Um, and so this is where Jesus comes into play. This is where um, Jesus entering into this world, being sacrificed for us, um, and him being raised from the dead, it shifts us spiritually into what's called the dispensation of grace. And so we're going to talk about that today. And we're going to talk about um, what grace does to overcome the guilt and the condemnation that rule breaking should <laughs> should bring because um some of us is not a problem like we do feel bad whenever we make a mistake however the guilt and the shame sometimes is more than what we can deal with right um so i want to read hebrews chapter 8 um verses 6 through 10 all right and it reads but jesus has now obtained a more excellent ministry. And to that degree, he is the mediator of a better covenant, which has been enacted through better promises. For if that first covenant had been faultless, there would have been no need to look for the second one. God finds fault with them when he says, the days are surely coming, says the Lord, when I will establish a new covenant with the house of Israel and with the house of Judah, not like the covenant that I made with their ancestors on the day when I took them by the hand to lead them out of the land of Egypt. For, for they did not continue in my covenant. So I had no concern for them, says the Lord. For since this is the covenant that I will make with the house of Israel. After those days, says the Lord, I will put my laws in their mind and I will write them on their hearts and I will be their God and they shall be my people. So it's obvious that this sin problem, um, that rules and regulations was not enough to keep people from sinning. Um, Jesus himself, God himself. As the scripture says, grabs his chosen people, brings them out of the bondage of, of slavery in Egypt and walks them out of Egypt through the wilderness toward the promised land. And even with that, the original punishment of their sin, he rescued them from that and even gifting them the uh, promised land. Israel still did not obey the rules of God. God, he um, had given them 613 laws in the, um, in the wilderness of this is how you know that I am God. If you follow these instructions, they will keep you separate and, um, you will be my people because you are living by my laws and not the laws of other other nations and other beliefs. And yet, with all of this instruction, 
the children of Israel still wanted to do their own thing. There was no desire to please God. And so um, this is why a better covenant was needed. A covenant that um, doesn't use fear of punishment to reconcile one to God, but it is a grace and a love that is one person takes the punishment for everyone. Jesus comes and he dies and he is the um, propitiation for our sin. He took the penalty for our sin and now opens up the door for everyone now to um, believe in Jesus and have a savior that, as Hebrew says, has the law of God, this new law, this um, dispensation of grace. It is now written in our minds and in our hearts, whereas we couldn't help but um, obey the um, desire to sin prior to Jesus. If we if we wanted to sin, there was nothing that kept us from sinning prior to Jesus. But now with Jesus, he he has given us a new heart. So we have his spirit in us now. And so now we have the um, ability and the power to choose better. Now, so Jesus presents a better covenant and it addresses the sin and the lawlessness that abides in our heart. Right. Second thing that he did, he takes the punishment for our sin. And then the last thing that he did um, is that his sacrifice was once and for all. And um, this once and for all sacrifice wasn't just for the sins that I previously committed. It was for the sins that I would commit in the future. And this is where I want to park for a few moments. Because it is because we live in a flawed world. Sin um, entered the world. And whenever we are born, we are born and shaped in iniquity, meaning that we no longer are living with um, without the influence of sin. So even if even after I've given my life to God, I'm still influenced to sin. However, now, if I choose to disobey God, if I choose to sin, Jesus doesn't have to go back on the cross again. And die again for me. He's already done that. He did that once and for all. And so, whereas in the past, I may have felt an overwhelming sense of guilt and shame about, Lord, how am I going to restore myself back to you? Jesus took that away. The burden of guilt. And the burden of condemnation because the enemy, the devil, he is the um, king of accusations. He wants you to feel shame, guilt, and he wants to condemn you and sentence you all over again when he doesn't have the power to do that. Jesus took that punishment. He took that um, the ability to be 
of change by condemnation. He took that away. And so whenever you are walking through your daily life and you fail God, um, you don't do what, what he's instructed you to do. It's so easy to have this sense of letting God down and have this sense of attaching my failure in one area to God's ability to love me. And this is the problem. The worst is that there is now no condemnation to those who love him. So if you love Jesus, if you've committed your heart to God, then you don't have to live under the weight of condemnation. You don't have to live under the shackles of shame because he knew that we would sin again. He, he's given us the power to be obedient and obedience is important. Obedience builds your spiritual character. Um, it allows you to mature and, and to grow and to be a better witness, right? So um, this is certainly not a um, episode stating that you don't need to be obedient because you certainly do. Um, however, there is no finality in, in sin. There is always hope. There is nothing, according to Romans 8, um, that separates us from, from the love of God, right? He loves you. Like I said last week, he's cheering for you. He's, he's um, rooting you on. And so whenever we fail, the enemy will try to associate our failure and our mistakes with a separation and a permanent um, disconnection from God. And it's not the case. He loves you. He uh, simply wants you to repent. It's, it's a changing of mind of where you were, of what your thought process was about this particular situation, about how whenever you faced this temptation, you were focused on yourself and you weren't focused on him. So, so repent, turn, turn around and live the way that God has instructed you to live. There is, you're free of condemnation, you're free of guilt and you're free of shame. God has done all of that for you and he loves you so much. So he doesn't want you to be weighed down by the mistakes of your past, your present or your future. All right. All right. So thank you again for listening to today's episode. Again, um, please be sure to subscribe to this podcast. Um, Spotify is the primary host, but at this point the podcast is available um, on Apple Podcasts, everywhere where podcasts are available. So please uh, be sure to um, download and subscribe. Um, there was a Q&A on Spotify about uh, how you like this particular episode. Please make sure that you follow that and answer those questions so that I can you know, just get the feedback uh, to ensure that everything that we do here is impact, impacting you and the kingdom of God as well. So listen, um, until next time, you guys have a great evening and we'll talk to you later.